The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to our wonderful city and our wonderful show here. Uh, we were just talking about the Grammys. Again, the Grammys getting heat and stuff like that. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's trapped in the 80s musically. Loves 80s music. Great guy. And not John Gordon either. No, no. John Gordon is too, but he's, he's a little more open-minded to this stuff. But he was. Uh, it was very funny to hear him talking about, oh, this Grammy show, did you watch that? And I'm like, I did. Can you believe what's going on? I mean, all this gay crap and this cross-dressers and Harry Styles cross-dresser and he wins the... I'm, I'm like... What did you listen to when you were 20, 18, 15? Poison? Priest. Motley Crue? Judas Priest? Iron Maiden? All those guys were basically, I mean, all, every band from the 80s was, my dad was like, you listen to a bunch of twinks. Like, he'd look at their pictures and he'd think everybody was uh, transvestite and poison. A couple of those guys Gorgeous. on the cover were beautiful. Look, Warrant, mean, Skid Row. Everybody was. It's there's nothing about the. Look at that album cover for Poison and tell me, <laughs> Brett Michaels comes up to you and about well, CC Deville is worth a bang right there. Oh yeah. And I remember my dad seeing that, and I wasn't even a Poison fan. I got it out of peer pressure because everybody was kind of getting that thing. Def Leppard, everything we liked. Was the same. Michael Jackson was very feminine. Not sure what he was. Uh, Madonna was a slut. And then this Grammy show goes off, and everybody seems to have forgotten that when they were younger, that's what was going on. And your parents were like, "All oh, these cross dressers, David Bowie, all oh, the Kiss, cross dressing, long haired weirdo girl boys, going to turn all our kids into gays." I'm reading. The, it's almost like I'm in a I'm in a time machine loop reading about Sam Smith. He's gay. It's gay agenda, this whole gay thing. Like, it's the same. And our grandparents were mad at our parents for liking the Rolling Stones and all these hippies with long hair, all these, this and, these yeah, gender bending weirdos. That it's the same thing. Yeah, and if you're saying, well, the, the Sam Smith thing has changed, it's just it's a doughy body. And I'm like, well, meatloaf. <laughs> right. uh, you know, there's yeah, not the first in- fat guy yeah. or fat woman. Lizzo. Uh, t- the only difference is, is that Lizzo screams with great pride that she's. Fat, and it used to be kind of a shameful uh, thing to wander around. Be, yeah, have sake. some pride and drop a pound. But yeah, it's. I mean, he he was sitting there talking. Like, you believe this music is dead? It's over. And I'm like, dude, we did. It was the exact same thing when we were younger. I mean, boy, George, it's nothing's different. Nobody's breaking new ground with this stuff. 
And none of them had cans like Petrus, though. No. It's, so, she may know. be, well, and always a generational talent will <laughs> jump ahead and make you remember. But, I mean, boy, George had my dad and I both confused watching Solid Gold that first time he did, uh, I think it was, uh, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? And there was Dionne Warwick, I think, going, now a new artist that's really uh, making waves. Who's the chick in the trench coat? And my dad's like, wait a second, is that a fella? Because I think he kind of liked the song. He'd heard it on the radio a little bit, and then he said, I'm pretty sure, and I didn't know yet either. I'm like, I'm pre- that's Boy George. Whoa, 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 huh? And Hands then, off to work, I'll tumble for you. Yeah, oh, he loved it. Yeah, he actually kind of liked it. And and then he would realize, ah, I turned this off. Is that him on, on <laughs> Solid Gold? Yeah. This was it. I think so. No, that's VH1. I thought it would no. When he was on Solid Gold, he was in like super drag. Yeah, let's look like you could bear Fair, that. Uh, that's the, the one. This one, Solid fit. Gold, nineteen eighty three. That's the one. This one. Yes. And my dad and I had no clue what this was. And I remember him. It might not have been Dion Warwick. Now that I remember, it might have been that boy host. Wow, they're doing the whole episode. There we go. Yeah. Oh, my dad. Oh, you come with Oh yeah. He still made another rod though. Tell me it's different. Tell me that's not Sam Smith. It's the same thing. He's not identifying as a man at all. I just didn't have words for it yet. And everybody that's acting like this Grammy show just changed everything. It's like, nope. Harry Styles is cross-dressing and Bad Bunny kisses boys. I'm like, uh, this isn't new in the world of entertainment. By the way, most of your favorite singers, twinks. Almost all of them. Elton John. Alfred. Freddie Mercury. Loads and loads of twink singers out there. And they're great. And there's nothing wrong with it. Sinatra wasn't. Sinatra probably dabbled. No. He showed a couple guys I'll that piece of deal. He threw that piece of deal. How dare you, sir? Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, JFK, you ever seen a piece of deal like this? Say go. That is a uh, great big piece of deal. <laughs> Why don't you take a puff on that thing, JFK? Make that head useful, huh? <laughs> oh, he made the Oh, he made it useful <laughs> later. Hey, JFK's talking about, uh, you know, maybe telling some folks he's seen my piece of deal in some sort of gay tryst. <laughs> Take him down. Wouldn't it be great if that's what we find out why yeah. JFK got shot is because he and Sinatra were homosexuals. I don't need people knowing that I've been dinging the prez. <laughs> God, keep it straight, baby. But, yeah, I, it's it's this. he had this conversation with me that it was just a... Uh, and I'm like, you sound like an 80-year-old man. Yeah. You're screaming and yelling about how mixed up the genders are and how I can't believe the Satan. And the Satan thing that's come up with Sam Smith. Don't tell me he brought that up. No. Because no, I know that no, our no. friend here. Okay. No, no, no. All right. The Satan part is like, uh, are you kidding me? Elvis was satanic. Rock and roll has got to go. Ozzy was satanic. Every Rock and roll was satanic from 1950 all the way through. And Beatles. Now, and I think what they're mad at is that Zeppelin pop, and- pop music is satanic. And and rock music is like soft and easy and weak. And it can't get its vibe back. And pop music has stolen the uh, dangerous angle. Like it's now the dangerous music. And it's like, um, you know, a product on the uh, show, if anyone making a product, line extension. We have, it's packaged differently a little bit, but there's more varieties I'm um, talking about um, basically sexual orientation. Well, there's just different words for it. Yeah. It was going on then. Well, but I don't think it was – I think we're trying – we categorize it more. That's what I'm saying. saying. There's more words now. Before, it was just gay or not gay. Yeah. And now you've got trans, 
you know, non-binary. That yeah. didn't exist then. So, I mean, I'm sure Boy George would have been non-binary, pan-gender, whatever, whatever. And everybody would have been confused as they were just that this guy was so openly gay at the time. Elton John? People didn't know Elton John was gay? You stop it. There was just a group of people in denial that couldn't take the news. And then now it's just so out in the open. Whereas before it was out in the open and we just said, nope. And it was less visual. Now we see them constantly. Back then, if you saw Elton John, it was rare. Well, it was like that. Freddie Mercury. (laughs) Freddie Mercury was rare to see him. And when you did see him, you're like, whoa, that's Freddie Mercury. That guy's kind of gay. Well, you were talking about yesterday with that guy who sang, uh, ain't nothing going to break a my stride. Yeah, or Matthew Wilder. Matthew Wilder. Wilder, yeah. Yeah. Totally just wore it on his sleeve. How Never knew it. I mean, really. Never saw the uh, video or his performances. Yeah, nothing's different. Everybody's acting like the world's burning down from that Grammys thing. Satanism, that built rock and roll. The fact that the religious weirdos went crazy, and they've never learned their lesson. It just makes what you're bitching about twice as big. Yeah, I mean, they made, they, if, if anybody built rock and roll, it was the religious. Because they made everybody kind of on the fence curious about what's going on. Why are they so mad? That's it. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have, it wouldn't have had as fast a leap to prominence. You think that a ton of people in their 50s and 60s are following Kim Petras and Sam Smith? Now they are, thanks to the religious people losing their minds over the satanic, gay, uh, transgender performance. I mean, it's not different. There's nothing. Uh, if you, I, I beg you to argue with me how different it is than, than Culture Club. Prince. Michael Jackson, for God's sakes. All of that stuff was very gender-neutral strangeness back. Little we Richard. Were, little Richard. Look how far back. Good Lord, you're right. 100%. They used to say the Beatles had girls' hair. They used to say they were hippie twinky because of those those stupid anything mop touching haircuts. the collar. Yeah, it was crazy. If your head wasn't shaved down like mine right now, you were probably eating pizza deal. So it is funny to watch though. Everybody's, and and you know, put it in perspective. Of, you're listening to KUPD and you're like, can you believe that, that whole satanic gay thing? Yeah, I can because I've seen it my whole life. Everything <laughs> in music's constantly revolved around it. They piss off the religious, the religious scream, they get free press. And boy, do they. Because Fox News is losing their mind over the Sam Smith thing. And I just want to go on there and go, guys, a lot of stuff on here I agree with, a lot of stuff I disagree with. You're way off base with this. There's, it, you're acting like this is new. Brandon actually brings up a good point. He says it, it, it's even farther back than that, starting in the 30s with Robert Johnson, selling a soul to the devil. That's right. Oh, that's go right. Go back to the blues. Yeah. yeah, The blues was all about yeah, yeah the crossroads. crossroads and, yeah. yeah, you had yeah, nuts. So, uh, just to, I'm just kind of shocked at how fast we forget we've been through this before. You know, this is not new. I mean, the Satan thing made me like rock music. I, I, if it wasn't for that, like, religious guy I watched screaming and yelling at Ozzy Osbourne, made me listen to Ozzy Osbourne. I remember that was, a, I, it was, I think it was with a guy named Jason Swick who listens to us, like the Jason <laughs> and I, and he liked rock music kind of more than I did. He always wore Motley Crue shirts. He was fifth, sixth grade. And I kind of liked ACDC. Didn't pay attention to the background of anything. Really wasn't picking up on new stuff. I was eight. I had a lot of musical interests, but I wasn't into it yet. Uh, and I, I like music all the way back to when I was a kid. But when, when I saw those religious people losing their corks over Ozzy, I'm like, what's he doing? Like, I know maybe I agree with him, but what's he doing? And then I got to listen to Ozzy stuff. And I'm like, this is great. 
And then I started to pay attention to what other things religious people hated and realized pretty much everything that religious people hated was great. And I started to listen to all of it. Well, I was a, a religious person, more mm-hmm. or less. I liked it after the fact, even though because I would say, you know, when they're arguing, this is why it's uh, being influenced by Satan or satanic. Hilarious. I'm like, I don't really find myself doing these things, listening to this music. Right. Or whatever they're talking about. Well, that's Gosh. independent thought, which is dangerous to a religious brain. Yeah. You're gonna be but with, I figure, yeah. or like, you yeah. know, and there's certain um, songs that I did, you know, it didn't turn me away from it by any means. No. But you weren't, like, else you weren't running around in your circle screaming, I'm an Aussie fan. And what helped is I'm, well, I'm horrible with uh, retaining lyrics. <laughs> right. You didn't know what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's good rhythm, good beat. That's, yeah, good you, it music. might as well have been a different language to you. You're <laughs> not hearing the words. But yeah, I just, I'm always fascinated how we go backwards in time. And uh, this, this guy says, I'm pretty sure Ghost got nominated for a Grammy too. And literally all they do is sing about Satan. A rock gets snubbed so bad they don't even show it on TV. And the rock category. And you know why I think that is? And this is just my theory, but I don't think I'm off. I think rock music tried so hard to embrace the badass devil side that it became an inauthentic, weird thing. And they're really a really sensitive community. Yeah. And well, <laughs> it's showbiz. Yes. They're crybabies, and there's a lot of gay in that, too. And they're basically, they're just a few bumpy car rides away from being a song and dance man on Broadway. Um, but rock music was authentically badass, singing like things that were like just maybe drug trips that were laced in imagery that made people uncomfortable. And then it turned into the formula that makes rock music that. And so it was like, oh, we're writing about the devil. We're writing about bad satanics. It but came about on a rebellious way. Right. And now it's like you have to include. And and if you're a rebel, too, you'll get canceled. Like if, you, if you're sort opinionated of. on something, on well, a topic. Well, on a topic. But, I mean, that's not like music's not. These guys they're opinionated in the right direction in the Grammys, and that's always going to be the case. But but as far as just the authenticity of being the groundbreakers, it became formula to sing about Satan. It became formula to sing about hell and evil and darkness. And it just became kind of like, all right, I got it. Who else can do it? Sam Smith and Kim Petras do it, and it's basically about a couple. That Unholy song is an outrageously good song that they've decided to throw devil outfits on and sing. It's just about... That uh, makes Iron Maiden look like a Boy Scout. It's basically... Not really. Not Iron Maiden sang about horrible stuff. <laughs> I know. The song is essentially about an unhappy married couple that goes and gets their... That daddy goes on the down th- There's low. adultery going on and they leave the kids at home. There's a song Fastball wrote in 1998 that is about parents who've had it and they just leave. And the kids wake up and there's no more mom and dad. <laughs> They're gone. And it's... It's, it's a huge song, It's too. a huge song yeah. and it's great. But the song's meaning is just dark and awful. Well, the reason that um, Sam Smith and Kim Pedersen doesn't, res- I mean, it, it doesn't sit well in my community because that does not happen. <laughs> no, it's unholy. That's why. <laughs> they say it right in the title. <laughs> People don't do that. Mommy don't know that he's getting hot. And you can't keep it clean. Everybody, and that's the story. It's like, you, you better keep it down. You're, everybody knows what you're doing. She sat home while she's dropping it. She be popping it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> we left the kids at home. We left the kids at home to go pound on the side. And so did mommy. Unholy.
Everyone's like, oh, I can't believe the satanic nonsense. They have a Satan hat on. It doesn't make Satan real. Nutbags. Do you think the devil's involved? I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I want to hear what you're talking about now. It bothers them because I know they're singing about it, but there's no no reason to praise this <laughs> behavior. All right, don't praise it then. It's up to you. It's a great song. <laughs> so what that the, the dude with great cans and no dick anymore is in a cage singing and turning me on a little bit? That's really what I think's going on. These religious guys are just like, I hope I never run into that because I definitely bury my face between that dude's cans. They're gorgeous. Most of the time, the one that's barking the loudest yeah. is the oh, one that's been course, doing it. Of course. Or just the biggest jackass on the planet that's trying to save the world from what he's afraid of. But nothing different. That Grammy show is still getting them. Still news stories popping. Did you see this, this, that? Settle down, everybody. Yes, Harry Styles wears girls' clothes. How is this new to music at all? Well, to me, it just makes him less creative. I thought we got rid of this no, years ago. haven't. It's never been that. <laughs> Anyway, I want to get back to real fun things like putting an abortion stance before our favorite movie characters, like pro-life Spider-Man. People had some great ideas. It says, uh, well, this is solid. He said, I came up with a, a villain for the pro-life Spider-Man. Uh, pro-life Spider-Man's raising money for a disabled pregnant woman named Hope. Clearly, the villain in this is Nathan Sutherland. <laughs> like, yes, we already have our villain who impregnates disabled ladies and pro-life Spider-Man has to raise money. To make sure that the baby's okay or they'll abort it. Pro-life Spider-Man's got quite a job in his hand if you're following the criminal activities of Nathan Sutherland, former Hacienda Healthcare. This looks like the job of the caretaker. How about this movie pitch? You've got pro-choice Ant-Man. Okay? And pro-choice Ant-Man, Jason Sweat came up with this one. Jason, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've taken your idea and I've molded your clay a little bit more. Hopefully you're all right with me speaking through it. He basically has the idea that Ant-Man's with a lady one night. And he doesn't pull out fast enough. And Ant, pro, uh, pro-choice Ant-Man is with a pro-life lady. And he doesn't know that. It was just a tryst. And oops, the, the condom broke. And uh, she's wanting to keep the baby. And then the whole movie is Ant-Man's plan to shrink down, get in there, and get it. <laughs> I love it. He has to fight his own swimmers, as Jason Sweat said. He's got to shrink down. Even better is if, if just a little quick short movie. Where the condom breaks and he realizes it, and then he has to go in and like squeegee it all out before it gets to the egg. Like the whole thing is the battle for the sperms going to the egg. And Try to protect it, sandbags. And Ant Man's in there fighting his own sperms before they get to the egg. Now that is a Marvel movie I would be in. I'd, be, I'd pay top dollar to see. I'm not going to use her name because well, I'll do this one first. It says, uh, imagine down the line where pro life Spider Man has people following him. Uh, and climbing the side of the mountain like the way the kids followed Rocky. Remember in the second Rocky when he was jogging down the street and then all of a sudden half of Philadelphia is running behind him? Now pro-life Spider-Man starts climbing. All his kids are like, and they're climbing behind him. Or even Forrest Gump running across the country and hundreds <laughs> pro-life, of people. Pro-life Forrest Gump's a great idea. Man, the whole new uh, twist to Avengers Endgame, Thanos would be the ultimate evil because of the snap of the finger. It's done. Man. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like the idea of the finger snap being used for abortion. I had a girl email and she said, look, I don't know where you're getting the idea of this graham cracker thing. The sprites are real, but the last time she went... <laughs> the last I time. know, that's what she said. Last time I went, I was looking forward to getting graham crackers. 
because uh, I thought that was a new thing. I had a choice between Cheez-Its and Oreos, but the Sprite thing is real. <laughs> Cheez-Its and Oreos? <laughs> That's a horrible combination, first of all. Oh. And a weird choice, Like, because if I had them sitting in front of me... I, Cheez-Its or, or Oreos. It's never, there's never been an or between those two products for me. Cheez-Its or Oreos. That's never been an offer at some poor person's house. I don't have any food. Cheez-Its or Oreos. I guess I'll have Cheez-Its, but Oreos are intriguing, but I don't want to mix. Anyway, oh, I like, I like the idea of pro-choice Rocky, too. I've seen a lot of things, you know. But I want a lady to know she's got the right to choose to get rid of a baby she doesn't want. You know what I'm saying? I mean? Planned Parenthood Rocky. What you got going on? You know, you're probably pregnant, right? Hey, I knocked the girl up. I need you to give me a hat. We can't keep doing this, Paulie. Wrap it up. Rocco, sometimes I ain't got the prophylactics. You know, Paulie, if you just wrapped it up, we wouldn't have to be doing this every couple weeks. Pro-choice Rocky. Oh, I gotta punch that little baby right out of you. And he doesn't even go in. His, it's a non-invasive surgery. Rocky just hits you in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I really do the baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're Graham Cracker in your Sprite. Please see the lady on your way out for billing. <laughs> I would watch that all day. Uh, and yes, maybe this guy is now right after that little display. Peter has emailed in. Boy George never did videos being depicted uh, depicted being urinated on by other men. This Satan stuff just shows you that he has a stronger hold on the entertainment industry than ever before. Boy George? No. Satan, no. Satan, Satan has yes. more of a powerful The religios are out now. Well, they can be out and you can have your opinion on it, but I'm just saying it's not different. Yes, videos have changed things. Videos changed things in the 60s, the 70s, and 80s. And the more video we have, the more odds you're going to see stuff you don't like. But in the 60s... And the the tolerance maybe is more open as far as... It's just more. As time goes on, (laughs) yes. Murders are gorier. Mm. Yeah, because we're bored. Yeah. It's our fault. And and the problem with it isn't that it is it hasn't ever been going on. It's now you're seeing it. The difference is the information is now in your hands, whereas before it wasn't. You you didn't realize that Freddie Mercury did have dudes pissing on him. That he did have guess what? Your one some of your favorite athletes that had I don't mind name names, but ended up with HIV. The parties that he was at extraordinarily gay romp free-for-alls. Uh, I know a, a a celebrity who had to pull back on the whole lifestyle because he's like, look, it became so easy to have sex, I got bored doing it. Then weird stuff started to happen. Then the next thing you know, I'm into stuff I never thought I'd be into because regular sex with a beautiful woman was so easy for him. And so poop got, in, got involved. Ugh. Other dudes got involved. And I, I just do that now. Jason Ellis, who was here last week, his story is basically like, look, I've always kind of thought, and once I let go, I'm like, this is kind of okay. He was just, it was, it was different for him. Now, yeah, you should probably have borders on yourself. Everything doesn't go. And he got, you know, but there's different backgrounds. It's not new. That's my point. It's new to you because videos make it new. That's it. And so, yeah, YouTube and your your experience. And I'm still that way a little bit. It's like, I understand that. 
I just don't want to see I it. Don't I don't either. need to hear about it. And you don't have to. Or, and I don't want to hear yeah. about it either. I don't want to hear about people's private stuff. But the fact that Instagram, social media, which I hate because of this, yeah. is now letting you know all these people, all of your favorite celebrities. You didn't want to know what Frank Sinatra was doing to these girls. You just didn't want to know. What you think you are looking at me like, yeah, I Some do. of it is fascinating. <laughs> like, I guarantee others. you. Why don't you put this piece of glass over your face and watch me turd on you? <laughs> I guarantee you Sinatra did weird stuff because he had so much power. These women were, they would do anything to be in a room with him. And much like uh, Motley Crue and Ozzy said, how far can we push these women? Remember the story of them saying, we're not going to bathe for a month. We're going to have sex with women every day. We're not going to take showers until one of them finally says, I can't do this. You smell horrible. Taking dumps. uh, Did it even happen? Post shows. And I don't know that I think they they finally got tired of smelling each other before the ladies finally said anything. This is not new. So, Peter, I agree with you. Our, Our information network is gigantic now, and you probably hear about it. Freddie Mercury got pooped on. I'm dead set positive about it. But there was no Instagram. Do you think Freddie Mercury wouldn't have told you about that if he had an outlet? That's what another one bites the dust is about. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> That's the the noise it makes when the guys, you know, it's, it's coming down onto the glass. No, Cleveland steamers weren't invented like five years ago. They've been around for a long time. People dumped on each other, peed on each other. It's weird. I don't get it either, Peter. But you don't have to do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And Satan does not have a hold on the entertainment industry any more now than he did before. Satan has a hold on. Uh, get God involved if you're such a believer. Where's he? If Satan can grab hold of this, your God can too. So have him fix it. It seems like one side's winning. And I don't know how he can keep doing it. Your, your dude just sits back and goes, well, I guess that's what's good. And then he's a feckless leader. But, yeah, I don't want to watch Instagrams of Sam Smith getting pooped and peed on. Yuck. I don't want anybody get pooped and peed. Well, I kind of do. Two girls, one cup had me interested for a minute, but not sexual. <laughs> that was more of like human behavior. Like, is this really happening? Oh, don't forget now with all this stuff going on, videos and everything else. That's how we got the fish video the other day, too. <laughs> exactly. And that's not new. No. There were people back in the 1200 stuffing fish in each other. It's been a thing. Uh, Fifty Shades of Brady on your 50th birthday. We showed you those Asian ladies that put eels. eels. In. <laughs> it's not a new thing. Anything cylindrical or penis-shaped has been inserted into somebody. Now we get x-rays and pictures. We get yeah. it, It's covered. The difference by, is... By journalism. There's a way for you to see Todd and Mary's bedroom behavior, whereas before it used to be kind of secret. Now, that is the difference. People seem to, like, not care that their laundry's out all over the place. I don't think it's Satan. I think it's just... Just crazy. You know, Led Zeppelin used to brag about putting shark meat in women. I forgot about that. 
I never heard that one. Yeah. Put a shark in them. Well, that was the thing that Flight of the Concords made the jokes about putting goldfish in the ladies because they weren't as big a band. <laughs> so they go to Costco. They couldn't afford shark. They go to Costco and get, or the uh, pet store and get some goldfish for later insertion into women because that's what rock bands do. It's not new. And acting like it is is being kind of prudish and ignorant, I think. And you can call me crazy for that, but. We're not talking about that, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that brought up. You know, what's funny. Uh, yeah, Jim, Jimmy Wisman, comedian, the great comedian Jimmy Wisman says, I love how uh, you're behaving like all this devil satanic stuff is fine because you listen to it. You didn't turn out okay, Holmberg. <laughs> yes, I did, Wisman. I know what he's saying. The other people, they didn't listen to it and they didn't turn out all right. People, it's not the music that makes you crazy. It's your environment. I don't think. I don't think music can make you crazy. I think you were going to be crazy anyway. It can enhance the environment. I'll tell you this. If you're listening to lyrics to find out, it's the old uh, Bill Hicks joke. When they were playing Beatles records backwards and the Beatles just played those religios like, like fiddles and put secret messages in the back. Paul is the role. role. No, no. It was, uh, uh, well, I Buried Paul is in the forward play. But on Revolver Number Nine, there's uh, something about Satan's in there. If you play well, it backwards, Zeppelin has the song "Sweet Satan." Tons of them. If you yeah. go backwards, it says something about loving the devil. But Bill Hicks' joke was: if you're playing records backwards, you are the devil. <laughs> like, who does that? Who's looking for that? If you're looking for it, you're Satan. And those bands played those religious people, knowing the free press and getting their kids interested was the only. That is the best marketing tool ever: is to piss off the religious. They will scream at the top of their lungs about something that you didn't know about and make that name twice as big. There are so many little Deep South kids suddenly discovering Sam Smith's music now because they're, you know, it's taboo. It's exactly what music's well, it, supposed well, to and, be. And a big part of that came from the subliminal thing, you know, that they used to do in movie theaters. Subliminal a, advertising something, and they picked up on yeah, that. and they saw, like, wow, can, that works. But look who they targeted. But they they're targeted saying, the nutbag uh, free press people, the religious well, nuts that were so going to Enough so that they had to stop it. Did you ever hear a normal person go on TV and say, wow, I heard some subliminal ads in this song that made me crazy? No. You only hear religious nuts going, ah, it's going to brainwash your children. And it... I, I listen to it. I, I don't want to kill anyone. In fact, I don't believe in the devil. They've made him so cartoonishly funny to me. It doesn't exist. The and, people- and what's interesting is in the media side, of, you know, the television ads, you know, when was it in the 70s, maybe um, early 70s, when they said no more cigarette ads on TV. Right. Because they thought that was so influential. Right. Well, and that was, you know, what turned out- so millions of dollars went to the print. And- sure. But the pricing was the key for cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, if you if religious people hate Satan so much, you shouldn't have invented him because I don't believe in him. Every time you look at oh, the devil's got hold of you, I'm like, I don't believe in that either. That's your invention. You're the ones who hate him so much, and you're the ones who won't shut up about it. That's why I was no Striper. Exactly. <laughs> They'll fix everything. The hell with the devil. Tell you right now, if Striper's the alternative, bring on Sam Smith and that uh, dickless lady he dances <laughs> with. I got no problem with that. But yeah, nothing's different. And arguing with my friends about, like, music changing and all that. And then well, what was different was Madonna's face. I'll tell you that. That is Whoa. something, man, oh, man. And she's... I would say that's more satanic. <laughs> that is me. the most awful thing. And she's like, stop making fun of my appearance. It's ageism and misogyny. And I'm like, 
Nope. It's your face. It has nothing to do with my age, your age, misogyny, or it's anything else. It's just different, Madonna. It, it, it's, what you've done is crazy weird to me, and you look nutty. And, you know, in, uh, hey, express yourself, Madonna. Remember your song, Express Yourself. Don't listen to anybody. Say whatever you want. You're creepy looking. Express yourself. I'm expressing myself, oh. and you look crazy. You can't do it anymore. Don't tell Your me. face to, doesn't move. Yeah, well, I don't care about her expressing herself. Her whole message was be free, be yourself, say whatever you want. Express yourself. She looks like you a Muppet now. To be. Yeah, she yeah. looks like a Muppet. Like a Muppet you'd throw away. Oh, yeah. A Muppet would scare Like kids. even Henson's like, <laughs> no, yeah. no, we can't use that. She looks like one of the Muppets from Krampus. And now she's saying, everybody shut up. Stop saying stuff that you think out loud. Well, that's been your whole message your entire goddamn career. We look at things and go, and now you're that. And you don't like it. So express yourselves out the window, isn't it? You're asking us all to keep quiet. Stop judging my look out loud, she says. I don't know why I said that. It's John Mulaney. Stop doing that out loud. But yeah, and then she went on to say, uh, Kim Petras and Sam Smith, if they're calling you dangerous and they're saying bad things about you, you've made it. Well, guess what, sister? We're going to be talking about you, too. I don't know what you did to yourself. The camera wouldn't even get close to her on the Grammys. I don't know if you saw that. She had a long shot the whole time. They were, uh, you know, numerous plastic surgeons had, were tapped by other uh, publications saying what's going on there. And one of them I saw said... Well, she could have had one of the procedures recently, and there's still a little... Nah, well, she shouldn't have gone on TV. <laughs> there's some swelling going on. Yeah, cancel. Yeah. But definitely nose and face, and it was pulled back. It's insane. Oh, the girl that had the abortion just fired back after she got her uh, Cheez-Its. She didn't tell me. What'd you get? Cheez-Its or Oreos? She said, day after, we were in California, day after my abortion, we went to Six Flags. Good info. <laughs> Riding around there, clinching up as hard as she can on one of the rides. It's still not completely out, but wow. And then some poor kid eating his ice cream. A bird just pooped red on me. Oh, that just flew off of the machine up above you. Let's get away from this. Thing. I don't think that's bird poop. I don't know what the hell. Just... Celebrated freedom. <laughs> what just came off of that? Hey, your ride is spraying uh, jello on people. No, it's just one of the ladies. She wore a skirt, should that. I got hit with a bunch of Cheez Its and jello. First off, that's not Jello. That's just remnants. <laughs> remnants of what could have been a pro-life Spider-Man. The other thing I saw yesterday that I couldn't believe is Dana White's wandering around media row. And uh, I asked the guys from Kansas City, I'm like, you're going to have him on? And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's weird that he's... I, like, I'm, I, I, I know Dana White did what he did was wrong. I'm not saying that it should have been different, and maybe he shouldn't lose his position as CEO. But shouldn't he lay low for like at least a few months? Why start he slap league? He said, "Well, slap league is the worst thing he could do." But what he did when his press conference, and we talked about it a little yesterday, was he he basically said, "I'll never outlive this. It's always going to be attached to me." And uh, but me stepping down as CEO hurts more people than it helps. He said, I'll still be rich, and it'll hurt a lot of people if, the, if we put the company in turmoil. So I'm not going to do that. Because no one else could run it. Basically, no one would run it the way he runs it, which yeah. is very profitable. And he's done a good job with it, like it or not. It's massively successful. And Dana White has a lot to do with that. 
But him going on Radio Row yesterday to talk about promote anything and not have to talk about it was really strange. Like all I thought was Dana White should just take sit this one out. Everybody's kind of already, but they've sort of let him off the hook. Was Alec Baldwin going on? <laughs> That's what, yeah. and Alec Baldwin doing interviews and stuff. Those are the guys. I don't understand. Like it's acting, ego. it is complete it's the ego. ego. I, it has to be because there's that, no- and he feels I got to get out there, and this company needs to be uh, promoted. But he, there's no one else. Exactly, it's no. back to ego. There's no, no yep. one else. He's got no one underneath him that could do that. If you had me on video whacking a woman around. And then the next week, you're like, I'm supposed to go on the eight-man show in Cleveland. I'm like, Brady will do it. <laughs> Brady will go on the eight-man show. And Brady, tell him not to talk about the thing. And they're not. People are – it's such a – and being in that room with all those media people, especially ESPN, and all the people that jump down the throats of somebody that screws up just shows how hypocritical they all are when something like this happens. I mean, they would attack anyone who wasn't in power – for hitting their wife the way he did. I mean, go after him in the biggest way possible. Stephen A. Smith and all. But there there he was, wandering around, and not one person was like, hey, you should go. The, the, this, this group of people that will jump down the throat and cancel anybody for the slightest little goof verbally, you say, oh, Tom Brenneman will never be allowed on Media Row. He's not going down there again because he slipped up and said a word people hate. Dana White hit a woman. He physically assaulted someone. His wife which is domestic violence and awful and against the law and everything else. But Tom Brenneman, he was accused of being uh, an asshole. And, and poor Tom is, is, is out. This was four years ago now. He's, yeah. He's never coming back to his prominence of before. Dana White, two months later, standing there at Super Bowl Media Rose, got himself a sweet ticket, media pass. He's allowed to wander freely through there. And I'm not saying he should be jailed, but... Money stayed with him. Take the time away. Like you, I mean, like sponsors. That's the difference. Huge. If it yeah. started going away, but that's it, the point. The yeah. media attacked Tom Brenneman so bad. Sponsors had no choice but to run away from him. And not to say what Tom Brenneman did was good. He probably should have been punished a little bit. Uh, anybody who you know gets stuck like that and like, ah, his apology was worse than what he said. That was the bad part. And again, he leaned on faith and all that. Stuff. But Dana White's just basically like, yeah, you know what? I did something bad. I need to sit. I need to sit with myself for a while. He basically did the, uh, I'm going to stand in the corner until I figure out what I've done wrong. And when I feel like I've punished myself enough, you'll see me again. Nobody punished him. He decided to do it himself, and he feels okay about it. I'm not against that idea, but it did seem a little bit like you're putting a lot of these people in Radio Row in in a weird spot. Because you're basically dictating, you know, can we talk about what you're going through? Nope. Then I don't want to talk to you. As we had uh, wants it to just go away. Yeah, things uh, are the same. Michael Rappaport, who interviewed Alec Baldwin and said he didn't want to talk to him about the shooting, and I'm like, how? I guess it's okay, but nobody wants to hear from. In a way, I think he said he felt like he heard heard enough. About you haven't heard anything. That's the only For reason. That's the only reason to talk to. What is interesting about Alec Baldwin nowadays, though? That's I mean, bigger he hasn't than that. Done anything? That's bigger you know, than that's bigger that. than that. Yeah. And his new movie he's Rust. Doing, he's working on a movie. They he's finished working it. on the movie Rust. Yeah. Let's it's talk. Over. It's in what's, the your, what's your latest project? Haven't heard much about it outside of you know the murder. I mean, how do you how do you do it? But it is it was weird because I'm watching all these media people fawn and fall all over themselves to get Dana White on there, and I'm like, why don't you do this for your buddy Tom? And Tom Brennan kept coming to mind. Like, why don't you help him out? Why don't you let him back into the club? 
Somebody just mentioned, would it be a bigger deal if if Dana White uh, slapped around one of the alphabet people instead of just oh, his wife? Jesus, I can't imagine. It's a good point. It's a good point. I can't imagine. Well, and that's the thin line you walk. Right. Is that well, how did he get away with this? How did he do it? And I still don't know. And then to start a slap league afterwards is almost comically like rubbing it in people's noses. Like I can't be canceled. And I love a non-cancelist. I, I love the the lack of cancellation. But there is a certain aspect where he's got to take responsibility. And say, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't. I'm taking away from this situation. He's. You see Dana White, and you're like, oh, I wonder who. He, I didn't once think. I wonder who he thinks is going to win the game. I'm like, what's Dana White doing? Really, man, that guy's. All right. That's brave, wandering around showing your face after this. You know, you feel a little bit slap league tonight. But how come people? And I use him as an example. How come Tom Brennan's not invited back in? Why is he not? Why? Because he doesn't have the juice. He doesn't have the ability to wreck your network. He doesn't have the ability to turn to ESPN, who signed a deal with USC, and say, mm, "You don't let me back in, and I, I guess we'll just start moving some different things around." And it's money. It's insanity. And I don't want Dana White canceled, but I definitely think in every other position, the CEO's got to step away. For God's sakes, Al Franken couldn't be a senator anymore because of a picture 30 years prior where he acted like he was grabbing somebody's boobs. Asleep on the, uh, yeah. Acted like it. Which there are so many of those pictures out there. Yeah. I mean, our guideline for who gets canceled and who doesn't is all over the road. It's targeted. Use Al Franken as an example because that's a guy on the left. They ate their own. That's nuts. We live in a weird time. But the Grammys aren't any weirder than any other. Because we're, I think because of all the information, we feel like we have to be virtuous all the time. We're not. We're the same. We've always been kind of pigs. It's weird. But Dana was on a couple of shows and he talked about it. McAfee had him on evidently. Uh, and oh, this guy said McAfee immediately addressed it and gave him a hard time about it. Dana took it on the chin. And then explained the slap league. So does wife. Yeah. Have his wife <laughs> on. Have his wife go on, too. Ray Rice never got a chance to come back. And he brought his wife with him to press conferences. She ain't even mad anymore. <laughs> he just kept saying, can I have a job? And she's not even angry. Nope. That video was awful. What we watched you do was terrible. But she's right here. Nope. We saw it. We've judged it. It's over. Besides, you're not as good a running back as you used to be. <laughs> never sniffed a field again. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, Wake Bert. Up Song. Unholy? Please say unholy. <laughs> no, I didn't make the list. Darn but it. Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. Hit the trails this weekend. The weather is going to be amazing. So if uh, if you don't have a bike, go rent one. Josh and the boys will take care of you there. If you want a bike, go buy one. They're going to hook you up with the deals. Plus, they got all the accessories and the knowledge to get you set up right. ActionRideShop.com is where you go, as well as just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. <laughs> Uh, on the list, Avatar, Alice in Chains, Tool, Stained, Mudvayne, Clutch, Ghost. And then, of course, for the uh, the Spider-Man guy, uh, Slipknot's New Abortion, uh, Jane's Addiction, Whores, uh, Tom Petty, Free Falling. I love uh, Whores as a song. GNR, Strapping Young Lad. Uh, no Crew. All right. What do you want the crew Vince, for? Vince Neal's birthday. No, it is. Usually okay. people call him. Yeah. Ugh. We want to, you know, the reason why isn't because people aren't fans of Motley Crue. Just don't want to acknowledge that Vince is about to have more cake. 
We just it's a bit on the road again. Yeah, but yeah, it's out with Stephen Piercy now trying to oh, sing with rap. Two guys that can't sing trying to sing yeah. ballads together. It, it's just uh, I think when you think of uh, Vince Neil's birthday, you just think of the Bumble from the Rudolph special piling cake in his gullet, and it's just a sad thought. So maybe people are doing that. Uh, I love the horse song, but I don't want to do that. Let's go dance macabre. Let's get Satan involved. Ghost will sing for us. It's a great song. By the way, the abortion girl has emailed again and said she got a Cheez-Its before and Oreos after. Oh, man, she double-dipped. Ate for the full. <laughs> Brady's thinking about an abortion now. I think double-dipping <laughs> was why she was there in the first place. Girl double-dips a lot. Get a snack and a dessert. My God. <laughs> um, and Scott Haynes has been working on our uh, our political superheroes, much like pro-life Spider-Man. Uh, wonder if I should keep it woman. Which I really like that one quite a bit. <laughs> Dead and Black Adam. Uh, Dead Pool of Goo. Ew. The Flush. I like that one. Uh, and the nemesis to pro-life Spider-Man is pro-abortion gle- green glob of slough. Green. <laughs> Uh, pro-life Harley head quintuplets. I like all these. Very good. Pro-life Spider-Man. You're my hero. Great work. And don't hit women. That's our message this morning. Gay has been around for as long as you want to remember it and don't hit women. I mean, Shakespeare was gay. Remember back in the day uh, when Shakespeare was popular, if you ever watched Shakespeare in Love, you realize that guys in the audience, this was a common social thing. Well, no woman should be on stage. They dressed the men like women. And the sex scenes were done with two guys. Or the love scenes, I should say. The kisses and the Romeo and Juliet. It was a guy dressed as a girl. So it's the same. Th- we're very Shakespearean nowadays with the, uh, you know, Sam and Kim dancing around. Yeah. Very Shakespearean. Ham actors. Gross. But women couldn't do it. That was the whole purpose of Shakespeare in Love is that they had to dress Gwyneth Paltrow up. But I always thought Shakespeare in Love was just a dead ripoff of just one of the boys. It just had a lot of Shakespearean language. It's the exact same thing. Even the reveal where her boobs come out. You're like, oh, that's how they found out in just one of the boys. I remember elbowing my uh, girlfriend at the time, who later became my wife, then became my ex-wife. This is the same damn thing as uh, just one of the boys. What movie is that? I'm like, uh, yeah. if you were a teenage boy, you'd have known that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 her one great of the best there, too. And where did they come out? Big Surf. Oh, yeah. They filmed it at Big Surf, and they whipped her cans out. She had great cans. I thought she should have been a bigger star. That's what she did. I paused and knocked that out of the box a few times. That's for sure. Just one of the boys is the same exact movie as Shakespeare in Love. She dresses sure up as is. a boy to get to infiltrate this uh, thing, and then at the end, she she starts liking one of them and whips her cans out. Shakespeare in Love stole the whole thing in one Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan. Are you kidding me? They never did the uh, whip out on white chicks, you know, at the no, end. Those weren't real girls, Brady. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> no, the other way. Oh, to have the, we didn't need to reveal yeah. them. That's not, that's, that wasn't the DNA test we needed. <laughs> Although it would have been nice for the movie for no reason for the two, what? for the real white chicks <laughs> yeah. to just expose their cans. Sean and Marlon would have whipped them out and be like, oh, I told you. <laughs> They're in good shape, at least. It's out of control now. 
WPT. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.